Welcome to Free Memory. I'm your host, Gideon, and we are back with another episode. This podcast was recorded at August 13th, 2021. Enjoy the show. So today we're going to be talking about a follow-up to episode 11, where we talk about Apple's slippery slope. And so in episode 11, we discussed how Apple was going to be searching your phone for CSAM and how this was a slippery slope because they could expand that to search anything they wanted on your phone. And I also discussed, and I will reiterate here, what a comment I posted on the internet. So I posted this quite recently, and I will just paraphrase because I posted this from an anonymous account. But something I talked about was how, you know, other services are already searching for CSAM. Okay. Other services include Facebook, Google Photos, Google Drive, um, and so on and so forth, uh, whatever you use. Okay. But not iCloud. And Apple was saying, oh, we're trying to keep this private. Um, So instead of scanning for CSAM in iCloud, we're going to scan your phone. And I said, no, absolutely not. This is not how that works. You know, you're not more private by searching for a hash on your phone because now this capability is on your phone to search for anything you want. No, 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 no. Because Apple already has access to your iCloud backups, you have already, by backing up to iCloud, given up your right in order to have your data completely private. If you wanted it private, you would encrypt it before uploading it. Okay. And encrypt it using a key that is not controlled by Apple. You know, the iPhone default is a key that is controlled by Apple. Like for an example, okay, I back up my devices manually using a third party tool onto my computer. Then I encrypt them and upload them to Google Drive. So Google does not have access to my iPhone backups. Sure there's nothing on it other than just, you know, couple of years of messages um, because I don't really delete my messages. I guess that makes me a target. Maybe I should delete my messages. But regardless, there's not really anything interesting on it anyways, considering, you know, I use non-private messaging services like Facebook Messenger already, although my favorite app of choice is obviously Signal, but most of my friends don't have Signal. And I, I try to get them to switch, and some of them do switch, but for the most part, it seems like most people are going to be sticking with Facebook Messenger. But regardless, these online services, by using them, you have already agreed that you know they're going to be using their, your data. You know that they're going to be you know, using your data for other purposes, not just CSAM scanning. And you have to be okay with that. But here's the thing. This is, I saw this analogy on the internet before. I don't remember exactly who, so I, can, I can't attribute it. But it was ex- explained like this, and I thought it's a really good analogy. Your phone, your device, is something you physically own. You own this device. It's yours. Maybe you don't own the software on it, right? But it doesn't matter because, for example, even in like the United States where, you know, you can rent a house from someone and you can live there, the landlord can't come and just, you know, open up your house whenever they want. They have to give you a written notice. And so this should be the same way, okay? Maybe not exactly the same because things are slightly different, but I own this device. Apple shouldn't be allowed to come and, you know, change up my device whenever they want. And similarly, you don't own the servers that run iCloud. And so they should just run the CSIM scanning on iCloud. And personally speaking, this is just my opinion here, I would be completely okay with that. They already have the decryption keys for iCloud. It is it's the same as it being non-encrypted. Maybe, sure, random attackers can't, they have a harder time accessing your actual iCloud backups, but that makes no difference to me, okay? Once your backups are in iCloud, it's, it's over, okay? They're in iCloud. And this is why I have stuff like messages in iCloud and other things 
totally not in iCloud. It's just stuff like my resume, which is already public, and things like that. That's what I use iCloud for. I don't use it for backing up my photos. That's I don't see it as a useful use. I back up my photos to my computer. And sure, maybe it's not fancy in cloud and whatever, but it's good enough for me. I mean, if if I back up my phone every night because I plug it in and my computer automatically backs it up, then I don't have to worry about it. And if I lose a day of photos, so what? Sure, maybe it's a little bit sad that I lose a day of memories, but 10 years from now, the likelihood I'm going to be m missing, you know, today's memories is kind of unlikely. And if I made it in good enough memories, you know, my friends, I probably have my friends or out my family, and they probably have photos that they didn't lose. So it's okay. I'm not too worried about, you know, losing one day of photos. And I think a lot of people feel this way as well. And if you don't, I want to hear from you, okay? I'd love to get you on the show and give you a quick interview. Maybe we'll do a long-form version of this podcast. But I don't own the iCloud servers. Apple does. Apple should be able to run CSM scanners on the iCloud, which I think is just Google Cloud Platform running just Apple software. But regardless, Apple owns the servers. They run the servers. Or maybe Google runs it for Apple, but either way, Apple is in control of those servers. They should run CSAM scanning on iCloud, not on my iPhone. Period. End of story. There is no negotiable. The fact that they're running CSAM scanning on my phone now is outrageous. Sure, I don't have any on my phone. And sure, I'm not going to be having it you know, for the rest of my lifetime. That's not something I particularly care for. I mean, I think it's bad. I, I do agree that this is a problem we should be fighting. But you know that this will be abused. And I saw this recent article that was taking a look at it. I'll link it down as well. That was explaining, you know, tools like these that where people claim it's for, you know, or the government claim it's for like, you know, CSAM or whatever. Most of the time it's used for war on drugs, cracking down on political opponents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There is most of it, you know, like I don't want to make up a statistic here, so I'm not going to give you a percentage. But I remember from the article, which I, my memory is a little bit fuzzy now, greater than 50%. I remember maybe it was like 60 or 70 or 80, but it was definitely greater than 50% was not even related to CSAM. And that's, you're using a tool that you claim is for CSAM for not CSAM purposes. That's not cool. Okay. And that's why I can't trust you. And so my next device, I'm not going to be buying a new device just yet because my iPhone 6 is still trusty. And, you know, something I do care about is the environment. And so I don't want to, you know, just go out and buy a new device because if, if, if I mean, I do agree this is violating my privacy on one hand. And so I will probably be no, no longer keeping anything of important on this phone. And I will probably be, you know, decoupling it of all Apple services whatsoever and using a DNS server that completely blocks Apple services. But aside from that, you know, it still works as a cell phone. I can still call people. And at the moment, at least, it's not like live scanning my devices, right? I, I make a phone call. It's not intercepting that phone call. And so I'm going to keep using the cell phone. But my next cell phone is going to be an Android device. And this is actually the point of today's episode. I wanted to talk about this article that I saw. It said, after criticism, Apple to see only seek abuse images flagged in multiple nations. This article talks about how they will only look for CSAM images if multiple countries say it's a CSAM image. So, you know, countries like China can't just be like, oh, I want this meme blocked. And then here's a hash, you know, and Apple doesn't know that it's actually a meme when all they're given is the hash. And they're also saying that they're going to start out with 30 images. So you have to get flagged 30 times before they'll uh, check up on you. And I think that completely misses the point. And this guy saw, I saw this news article on Hacker News, actually. And the first comment actually completely agrees with me. You know, I want to see this functionality removed off my phone. I don't care. 
that they're making it lenient or I don't care that they're trying to, you know, make the CSAM scanning like, you know, government resistant or what I don't care. I want this scanning off my phone. Put it on iCloud. Period. End of story. I do not want this code running on my iPhone. I do not even want it dormant on my iPhone. Sadly, there's nothing I can do. It's already on my iPhone. I'm running the iOS 15 beta and it's already on my iPhone. There's not much I can do. But before the 15 beta ends, I may switch back to 14 and just never update again because I don't want this code running on my phone. But speaking of which, my next phone, um, I think, so there is actually some kind of irony here is I probably will end up buying a Google Pixel or maybe the Fairphone or maybe one of those um, alternative cell phones. But I, the reason I'm looking at the Pixel is because of Calyx OS. I'll be linking that in, in the description as well, or actually, yeah, show notes. So Calyx OS is a privacy-focused Android operating system. It's AOSP-based. So it's based on the Android open source project. And it's basically a private version of Android. And so it focuses on privacy. There's not there's less security um, you know, features than, you know, for example, something like Graphene, but that's okay because it focuses on privacy. And I don't to be quite honest, I don't really trust a cell phone as a security device anyways, because once someone else has physical like access to your device, it's over. And considering it's just like a slab of, you know, glass and metal that name can just swipe from your phone like your pocket at any point. Yeah, I don't trust that at all. But so I don't really view cell phones as secure. It's inherently insecure. Regardless, I will probably be switching to this. I understand that, you know, buying a Google device is technically supporting Google practices. But, you know, Google does support, you know, the open source community. They do provide, you know, the ability to run, you know, developer software on your own phone. You know, I don't have to wait for Apple versus Epic to end before I can run my own software on my own phone. You know, right now I'm paying Apple $100 a year just to run my own software on my own phone for a signing license. How dumb is that? Okay, it's basically a computer. Why can't I use it as a computer? But that's going to be a, for a future episode. But yeah, that's that's what I'm, I want to talk about today. We're already past 10 minutes, and I usually try to keep my shows underneath 10 minutes. So thank you for listening in. Um, I want to hear what you think, okay? This is uh, something that's pretty important to me, and I'm sure it's going to be important to you too since apparently most of my uh, users use iPhones. At least, you know, according to the podcast statistics, most of you guys are listening through Apple Podcasts or Overcast, which are both Apple apps, our iOS apps. But... Regardless, thank you for tuning in and listening to The Free Memory Show, hosted by Gideon, which is me. As always, you can find links and references in the show notes. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts now, so I'd appreciate it if you gave me a rating. Thanks.